Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by GeneralsJoe'sReborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Notpicard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. Hey oh, yes it is. How are you doing, my good man? Uh doing okay. You know, kind of kind of tired. It's already been a busy weekend. Busy bee of a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we won't get into that. Um anyway, uh good. Good to have you on. How is everyone in the chat? We've we've got it's been blowing up. I, I post like I we you know, we have to kind of set the uh, the show up and it goes up online as like, you know, waiting. And we just get tons of comments in there. It's amazing. So hello to everyone already talking away. Lots of eels up inside you uh, comments going on because eels are coming up shipping. We've actually got a whole news segment today, haven't we, Pat, about classified figures like a barrage, a deluge coming oh, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just scared? how it works lately. It is, isn't it? It's like a million pre-orders, everything at once. Like that's how it is. That that's the year. It's not like spread out. There's not a rhythm to it. It is just literally here's everything, buy it, and then you'll have it all at the same time. It's ridiculous. I say all at the same time. That's not true. But it's in very close proximity of everything, which is weird. I will I won't moan though, because it's better than that time where it was like a year and we had we pre-ordered it and then a year later we finally got it in hand. At least that's changing a little bit. Yeah, that's true. There's there's a shorter period of time though. I it, but you know what I wonder how everyone handles it. Does everybody like, you know, get in twenty figures and open all of them up, or do you just have a stack and you just enjoy them individually? You know, that's how does everybody question. handle that? I'll tell you how I handle it. I get it in. I do an unboxing. I put them away and I they they stay on a shelf somewhere or on my desk. My desk at the moment is hideous it is just it's a war zone of classified figures that have come out in the last six months it's crazy um jamelin says a stack they get that the, so it's a stack that they go through one by one i take it um or there's another one in there pat do you get them and just leave them and never touch them because you don't have enough time to go anywhere near them there's another option who does that yeah, yeah. i i think i have a few that what, what i do is i try to 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 just keep a bunch of them and you know enjoy them one at a time. Uh, but I think occasionally one slips through the cracks and I, I forget to open things. Yeah. I think that does happen though. It, uh, yeah, it does. First world problems. Um, or oh, Yorktown Joe says, enjoy individually and paste them out for the next pause. <laughs> pause. Yeah. There's not really a pause anymore. Is the Yorktown Joe? Um, Matthew says they trickle in and I open them as they come in and I do photo shoots with them. Awesome stuff. Uh, Future Fortress says, I usually open them pretty quick, but I'm running out of display area, so some of them are hanging with my Black Series figures at the moment. Uh, Super Sign, got to open them, play with them, but most people just get them to post it on social media for clout. That does seem to happen sometimes, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, RKW just adds them all to the Cobra or Joe shelf. I guess that's, yeah, that's what happens uh, a lot of the time. Anyway, we've, we're going to get to Classified uh, shortly, but before that, Pat, we had a bit of news from, oh, hiya. Hi, 
Papaya Toys gave us the goods during the week with their latest exquisite mini 4-inch scale Firefly reveal. They dropped a number of product and dio images showing off the Cobra Saboteur who continues the classified but smaller aesthetic. They dipped into that Cobra Island design and I have to admit, he looks pretty cool with his little drone and bulky protective secondary. The figure comes with all the same accessories as his classified counterpart, the drone, blaster, night vision goggles, tablet and backpack, as well as the diorama piece figure stand that all the higher toys figures come with. They've even thrown in something that the classified figure doesn't have, some spare hands. The figure will be $24.99 and should ship around quarter one of 2024, only the Asian market don't forget, so your best bet is Robot Kingdom or some sort of independent store online like that. Yes, there you go. Higher Toys reveal Firefly out of nowhere. Um, Pat, what are your thoughts initially on uh, on seeing this reveal? Well, you know, this is shaping up to be pretty good for me, except for, you know, the ability to actually get them. <laughs> uh, I like the forage figures they're doing, but I can't get them. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I was actually looking this week for for some, you know, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and it's like it was going to cost me sixty five for Snake Eyes and forty five for Storm Shadow, and it's just like, man, that those prices are that's really high. It is, uh, yeah. They start to add up. I mean, um, part part of that is the fact that they don't they don't sell them in this uh, region. So that's yeah. the bulk of it. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of that is just being eaten up in shipping. Um, but I, I kind of like the direction that this is headed because yeah. I, I've often said, you know, one of the things that I, I think of whenever I get a six inch figure in hand is that I wish that it was a three and three quarter or four inch figure. Cause that's what I prefer. Yeah. Uh, so Haya is kind of giving me that. And this looks like, honestly, it looks a little bit better than the others. Like I, I just kept on getting that feeling that the upper legs were a little too smooth on the other figures. Yeah. Because that's not really the case with him. And yeah, the, the newer Firefly, I think, looks a little more classic. But I have four-inch figures that look like classic Firefly. Yeah. This is the one that's different. And so I'm happy that they're making it. And I kind of thought that there would be a finite number of them they could get to before uh, that would be over since the six inch stuff is moving toward more classic, but now we're getting new characters. And so if they get run out of that, they could move into uh, some of the other new characters and stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. I was kind of having this conversation on the burst the when, when I did the live re reaction to it. And we I was kind of talking with the people in the comments about what kind of, you know, there'd be like a, there's only like a certain limit to the um, the classified style early classified style uh, designs um yeah. and like who they thought we could still do and obviously you've got like roadblock v2 the first one though you've got the first classified version if you know what yeah. i mean uh, scarlet is another one they could do in that kind of style um the baroness from cobra island uh beach well we've already got beach everyone's talking about um zartan was brought up major blood was brought up because they're both kind of like the early versions of them anyway you know, a very kind of specific to classified. So there's 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 a there's a definitely a few you could use. Viper, Cobra Island Trooper is another one. I think would be really cool at this scale. Yeah. Um, there's 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 a, there's a few they could do, but then all of a sudden, I feel like it hits a wall, and then they'd probably be at that point they'd probably be doing their own designs. Would you would you would you expect? Yeah, but you've just listed out several figures 
and we are getting new things like mole rats and shooter. Oh, there yes. There are so going to be yeah. some more of them coming in, it feels like. They are specific to, to classified. Yeah, yeah. Tripwire. I mean, yeah. There are going to be plenty of them. And yeah, it is it is going to kind of throw them a curveball to need to be putting in that many accessories with a figure. Yeah. But even even with Tripwire, you know, if they just make just the bulky one, uh that I think would make me pretty satisfied. As long as they put McLeod in the uh title of the right. information, that's all I care about. Um, Neil, sorry, Neil, I had your comment up on, on screen a second ago, but I didn't feel like we needed to really, you know, explain ourselves there. But yeah, uh, they, you think they're absolutely worth it. Um, I've seen the Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes figures. They look great. The only thing I've heard of any kind of like um, criticism is that only one of the hands held uh, weapons, something along those lines. So um, yeah, I think maybe higher could do definitely improve in certain areas and like flint's head sculpt on the previous flint um figure i hope that kind of gets maybe a little bit or maybe i hope it's a little bit better in person i should say um super sign is higher doing what hasbro was supposed to do originally now i think the designs were for a six inch line super yeah. sign i don't think there was any um you know i don't think they were thinking about this for a, a four inch line um anyway uh, Future Fortress doesn't want them to do that Scarlet figure that I mentioned earlier. Your least favorite figure. Um, well, that's, you know, I, I would expect them to do that Scarlet, though, genuinely. And probably, and then you've also got the Operation Blackout kind of designs as well, which, you know, you've got bats in there. Do, do, would you, could you see them doing some of those crazy bats? Oh, man, if they did, that'd be really cool if we ended up getting the the more the more early classified design of the bat in four inch form because yeah like i said some of that stuff was getting very close to to what we got anyway but then there are some of them like if we got the crimson guard i was so happy with that sculpt that if it looked a lot like that six inch crimson guard but in four inch form yeah mm -hmm. i could see that being pretty satisfying yeah big time uh someone asked if uh, they think high as baroness will have purple streaking hair viper scout yeah I, I could see that definitely that because that's like a it's like a touch it's like a uh, uh, an aspect a feature of that original design and they seem to be going very hardcore to that original design so i think yeah we'd probably see purple streak in um in her hair that entire purple blob like an operation blackout i definitely preferred it in the artwork where you saw it kind of phase into the hair but on yeah. operation blackout it just looked like it was just a thick purple blob at the bottom of her hair so hopefully it will be a little bit more subtle shall we say um yeah kind anyway of we haven't seen that already to be honest uh yes yeah yeah actually i agree maybe you know, like, I don't know, I just, after seeing Flint's head sculpt, I'm a little bit concerned about characters that aren't masked with higher. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a very valid concern. And I, I don't have high hopes for them to to be that uh, exact to, yeah. to how good the, the six-inch sculpt is. But the masked heads look great. And this Firefly looks beautiful. I love the fact that the drones included, obviously. Yep. Uh, it, it's literally the entire the entire classified loadout. One thing I didn't mention in the video is obviously the little dynamite stack he comes with as well with the timer on it. Um, 
but yeah, the, I, I was listing out all the accessories and forgot to mention that one, of course. Um, but yeah, the tablets there, the blaster that's the specifically the classified one, the night vision goggles are cool. And I think that secondary looks pretty dope. And this, look, we will see a little comparison at the end of this slideshow when we get there with the classified Firefly. And the, the secondary actually looks a little bit I like leaner in a weird way, like a little, it's not as low in the crotch area, should we say. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah, looks really nice. Uh, again, like the, you know, these kind of shots really bring out a lot of the, you know, the uh, the details here. I like that the camo's a little darker too. Um, and that kind of dark strip down the middle of the, um, of the balaclava as well really kind of, I don't know, gives them a little bit more depth in, in terms of the design there. It's really nice. Um, yeah, there he is again on the old background. As you can see, that Grundle coverage is definitely kind of sits a little higher, which I think is higher. Get it? Which is something that I think does improve the look overall of that figure. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And, and I, then I think it'll probably be a harder plastic though than the six inch figure. So, no doubt, a I little bit this... more difficult to pose out. Do you think they're going to have it so that it comes off? Mm, I probably wouldn't even try, to be honest. And there, I mean, I was wondering if they had it like as a like little clips and, and fasteners and stuff, but I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Uh, there's the whole loadout. Um, and then finally, like I mentioned, that's all the information. So release time 2024, quarter one. Same, I think, as Beachhead or Flint. Same as Flint. I think it's the same okay. as Flint. Um, price twenty four ninety nine USD, and obviously Asian market only. So, like I said before, Robot Kingdom uh, are a good a possibility, and then any other similar kind of independents are probably the best way to go trying to get hold of these. Um, here is the comparison. As you can see, this is what I was talking about with the Grundle coverage. It does feel a little higher uh, on the body, um, but I don't know. It's pretty identical, isn't it, Pat? There, those two. It is, yeah. I mean, if you didn't point out the fact that they are um not the same figure at a glance they look the same absolutely so i think they get, they've done a good job on that four inch version and uh proved that you can get just as much detail on that figure as well um than the six inch one does so that's pretty cool um yeah so that is higher toys firefly um any are there any characters pat that you would like them to do um, that we haven't mentioned already. Are there any characters that you'd like to see them try and do that we haven't seen in Classified yet? That we haven't seen in Classified that I would like Haya to do? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, not really. No. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I don't know that I would want Haya at this point going into their own designs for anything. I mean, maybe. We'll take that out of the equation. Classified figures that haven't been revealed yet by Classified that Haya could do in the future. Are there any characters you want to see in the it's, line? Again, it, it's, it puts me back to where we were at the end of the 4-inch line, and it really felt like one of the figures that was super outdated that needed to be revisited was Duke. So um, I, I would like to see, uh, if, if we're getting a retro Duke, then I would like to see Haya perhaps visit that in, in a smaller scale. Okay, cool. So going against the original classified uh, styling in that sense. Yeah, um, I guess so. I guess so. It, it's We're just so starved for that 
figure, in my opinion, because if you look at those original 25th anniversary packs that we got, a lot of those characters were redone. It's just bizarre that Duke, you know, has had multiple opportunities, but just hasn't gone there. No, they just keep re-releasing the screaming O face. Exactly. Yeah. If Hyatt again. comes out with an O face, their own O face Duke, I will feel personally insulted. <laughs> what they should do is they should do that release, give him the cross straps for the jetpack, but no oh. jetpack. Yeah, that that no. works, right? That makes sense. <laughs> One of the worst releases of a figure in human history, I believe, is not not the O face Duke. That alone, you know, it's okay on its own merit, whatever, fine, once. But then to do it, <laughs> to do it in the 50th re-release and then almost like like clockwork for the retro series. Yeah. Was mind-boggling, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, like, yeah. Let's not bring up, let's not bring up old horrible information that makes us have PTSD. Um, let's move on to a bit of classified news then, Pat. So we're moving away from your four inch and we're heading to six inch now. So get strap yourself in because there's a lot to talk about here. Ready? Yep. Ready the defences and brace yourselves as a deluge of classified figures make their way to us at a rate only seen in Fast and Furious movies, at a rate they make Fast and Furious movies as well. Lots of new figures have been showing up recently including Tunnel Rat, Grunt, Tripwire, the Televiper with Trouble Bubble and Low Light. Thanks to G.I. Diego on Instagram, Jason Yu, Xcorpio on YouTube, and Ryman and Lou for all the images and videos this week. In addition to that, Classic Toys UK on Twitter posted a list of all the upcoming classified figures release dates for multiple Pulse regions for the rest of the year. The list also highlighted a new internal code word that we hadn't come across yet. Path Wolf Spider Varma. Yeah, your guess is as good as ours. I say that. But it's not always as good as ours because we usually know what, <laughs> what they are going to be. In this case, though, we're a little bit flummoxed on why they've gone that route for internal code words all of a sudden. But I don't know. It just seems really convoluted, that code word, doesn't it, Pat? It, it, though, it's just a bunch of words that don't go together. So we've gone from like authors, we had like what, uh, we had uh, space, like, you know, asteroids and meteors and stuff like that. Before that, it was insects and little creatures. And now we've apparently arrived at the random word generator. <laughs> it's like there are four different people that felt that there should be a their, their secret word. And they're just like, we'll just give them to all of you because none of it matters. Yeah, they can they can have all of the words. Um, this is actually this is a good shout. Someone just put in the uh, in the comments from previous. Uh, o face Duke versus Falcon classified. Who wins in that battle royale? Thanks, Johnny. Uh, you know, Falcon classified has only happened once. I, and I was fine with O-Face Duke at first. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that was fine. It was just the, the repetitive nature of it. And I, I got it why it came out a second time, too. It's like, okay, I, I understand. I so, didn't quite understand, honestly, about the, the re-release because it wasn't about O-Face Duke. It was about other things in that. It was about the set in general, not was, the figures yeah. in that set. Like, for me, it was like, 
you know, oh, we want this set to be more widespread so we can get hold of it to complete the DVD collection sets, right? Like it was so, I, I found it so difficult getting some of those. And for me, like, splitting the figures up and and putting them in different things doesn't achieve getting that set it achieves getting some of the figures you're missing the piece that they need there was a mass device piece or was that a device dvd the the way it's presented that set is really cool and i I quite i love those dvd sets i thought they were loads of fun yeah and um that for me it you know it's a miscommunication i think where people were like, oh, we want this, we want these figures in that set, not separated and re-released. Is that not really what I think anyone really wanted? I, I, that's from my perspective anyway. I could be wrong on that one. I'm not saying I'm completely right on that, but that was from my perspective. That's what I, it felt like. Um, in terms of, in, if, we're turkey, if we're talking just head sculpts, O-Face Duke is by far and away better than Falcon's classified head, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, for for what it's supposed to achieve, yeah, for sure. And straight head sculpts as well, like you know, yeah, one hundred percent. O face Duke wins that. Um, Falcon's still for me one of the worst head sculpts I think I've ever seen. And Falcon actually probably has the two top worst head sculpts I've ever seen. Twenty fifth Falcon, and no, yeah, that one's pretty bad. Oh, okay, it's not good. Yeah, Falcon has had. A rough time of it in action figure form, hasn't he? Let's face it. Uh, the first one's great, though. The, the vintage figure's superb. Um, anyway, back to this and classified. The classified onslaught, yes, has begun. Um, so we'll start with G.I. Diego's posts of Grunt and Tunnel Rat first, Pat. Uh, shout out to G.I. Diego on Instagram, by the way. Link in the description, of course, for uh, all of the original posts uh, from these awesome peeps. Um, G.I. Diego seems to get these figures in hand quite early, so I think he gets them in on, on import. But, but what do you think, thoughts on Grunt seeing him in hand? Uh, he looks good. You know, it's it's nice to see that they are, that there's a, a close match between what to expect and then what gets delivered. I love that. Boop, little chest down device. Uh, it yeah. looks very, very cool. Um, I must admit, there is so much going on with this grunt figure. It's like the opposite of what I expected them to do with like a vintage style grunt. I just thought grunt was going to be like fairly basic. Um, but obviously you can't really get away with that anymore. Like you can't really get away with that within you've got other figures like Tripwire. You know, you can't just have a stripped down identical to the original grunt. Um, I mean, you can when you take the gear off, but the fact they gave them all the gear... I'm so happy they did it. They just made him so more in, so much more interesting. Um, and also the fact that we've got the still uh, core helmet as well um, really does. I mean, look how cool that looks. Yeah, I still really liked the way that that was used in the Anti-Venom set years, all those years ago. That, that set was so much fun to me. Like it, it never occurred to me to have, because we all often have repaint sets. Yeah. But it never occurred to me to give everybody a consistent helmet and that that would, you know, help tie the characters together. Yeah, yeah. Just a specific new color. Yeah, this the color looks stunning, doesn't it? Yeah. I love the, the gold on the visor and everything, the green. Yeah, it just goes, it goes really well uh, with the actual figure. And yeah, really creates a pretty awesome um, troop builder, in my opinion, on this one. Um, Pat's off. See you, mate. Take care. 
I'm just centering <laughs> myself a little bit better. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> I, I was. You kind of. I move around and eventually, like you know, average. I average in the middle at some point. Um, yeah, uh, crazy. Love this one. Um, I'm definitely impressed with Grunt. Then, of course, we get Tunnel Rat again. Gi Diego with the images. Um, out the smash this out the park. I think Tunnel Rat looks phenomenal. I mean, it's Tunnel Rat. There's no denying that it's effectively the same design, but looks great, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he looks he looks appropriately just a little bit shorter than the other characters. Yeah, he's definitely shorter. Um, in fact, I think they did a. There's an image on this group of images. There is. It's the yeah, last one of Tunnel Rat. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that in a sec. Night vision goggles look really cool. I love the uh, the tampo on the shoulder. Very nice indeed. Uh, the um, this is actually. I thought these were little tattoos. Uh, but Lenny said, no, they are actually, it's just camo paint, just like the original figure. It's just a kind of stylized camo paint that he's got on his uh, on his arms. But I thought he'd almost done it so that it like could work as camo paint, but was like tattooed on. But no, that wasn't the case. That was just me uh, being an idiot. But looks amazing. L and, like the little flashlights into the backpack as well. I'm, I'm, I think that's the first time I've seen that um, on a in-hand figure. I'm not sure if they were... Were they actually on the figure when they showed them off? I think they were. I remember them being out and like on the floor, like all of the little bits and pieces. So, you know, I'm, I may have already seen this, but it looks really cool to see. Um, more shots of him there. And then, of course, the one that you're talking about. Yeah, look, he's shorter than Breaker there. So, and you can't really see the other figure to the right. Uh, I believe that's Grunt. And yeah. I believe it is. Yeah, and it's, again, yeah. shorter, much shorter than that figure. So, yeah, really happy they did that. Glad they didn't make him painfully short, if you know what I mean. Right. Like, you know, like almost like, you know, when you get like a Yoda in a Black Series box. I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he is shorter in in, uh, in stature. That's brilliant. Cool. Uh, they're going to have to use that. They're going to have to reuse that body again then, aren't they, Pat? Uh, obviously for Tiger Force Tunnel Rat. Right? Night Force Tunnel Rat. And Sonic Fighters. Sonic Fighters Tunnel Rat. Uh, Anti-Venom Tunnel Rat. Was he in the Anti-Venom? No, it was no, Heavy he Assault wasn't. Squad. Which one was he in? He's in loads. Uh, he was in Night Force again, Tunnel Rat. Yeah, so two Night Force. They're going to have to do two Night Force redecos. Um, what was the other one he was in? Oh, that's um, going to kill me. Because he was he's one of those characters that, that is in a lot of sub-teams. Almost, I think... I think, annoyingly, it was him and I want to say like Roadblock was also in a lot of sub teams. I think they're like high on the list. Yeah, but Roadblock was high on the list. Desert sure. Patrol. Thank you, guys. It was That's Desert Patrol. Right. Yeah, Much appreciated. Uh, yeah, so we're going to have to get a lot of repaints of this body, uh, and I can see them doing that. Are there any other characters of small stature you think they could throw in there? Because I can't think of any at all off the top of my head. No, I mean, the G.I. Joe original figures were all on that standard buck. So, I mean, they, they occasionally had a, a taller buck, but they didn't really do a shorter one. So it kind of um, indicated that everybody was kind of the same height. For the most yeah, part. but I'm, I'm thinking of like, you know, how they've been characterized in like comics and cartoons and stuff like that, where you have right. 
but I still think that whenever they're characterizing that toy, they didn't, they just didn't alter them that much. Tunnel Rat's kind of one of the exceptions. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder, yeah, I think, I think he is. I, let us know, Mouse from Retaliation, says Viper Scout. Um, yeah, I don't think he was that short, though. He was just young, wasn't he? I don't remember. Oh, Billy, there's one. <laughs> Although you can't really use any of this body because it's like maybe the legs. But then Billy also, he'd have to be an adult at that size. So yeah, he's gonna have to be an even smaller yeah. body if it's if it's kid Billy, isn't it? Um, yeah. Okay, it's not important. Let's move on because we've got Telly Viper and the Trouble Bubble as well. My goodness. Now I took a lot of images of this one, Pat, because I wanted to have a look at some of the details in the Trouble Bubble itself. Um, obviously, there is the figure in box. Um, looks pretty chunky. I like it. Mm -hmm. if it's it's I'm quite surprised that they've managed to fit the whole thing in front ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I just assumed it would be on its side. You know, like that would be the thinner, I don't know, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Uh I guess the backpack's not on there and oh, it's yeah, the the um thing isn't on the back, is it? So that's in the uh that's in the little case. Yeah, and it probably makes it so that it's flatter and can just be tied down easier, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right. Um, then I wanted to take lots of photos of the mine because I'm really excited that they've, they've included this. Uh, not only do we get like the actual mine, but we also has a removable um, engine cover and little blast effects can go in there, which I wasn't aware of. I, I think I missed that during the uh, original reveal, but that's kind of fun. Yeah, I like the fact that it has the removable cover a lot. That's a, a key feature of a weird kind of accessory and. What does the other side of this look like? Is there a peg hole on it? Um, it's the number nine. Oh, it looks like there is a... That looks like it might be the side, though. So... To the left on that picture, it does look like there's a peg hole. There's a peg hole, but that's on the side of the uh, of the mine. Because it's if you look at the way that the um, the little kind of spikes are positioned... Oh, oh no, they're, they're all the way around, aren't they? I guess they are all the way. Yeah, maybe that is. Yeah, that's back. on the back because look at the loop things toward the uh, on the yeah, you're right underneath it. Yeah, that's yeah, you're on the right. Back. Yeah, it's on the back. So you got that little peg. Yeah, which is that obviously connects to the seat usually, doesn't it? Uh I think of the. I think it has connected to the seat, but that one looks like maybe it would connect to a like a a flight stand. Let's have a look to see if there's any other little spots on the. Uh... What you got? Yeah. Oh, well, I took these close-up images because I really like the little uh, additional touches on the interior, like that little kind of like almost like altimeter thing that's like seventy thirty. I think that's kind of fun. And uh, the little radar on there. Uh, I kind of like all those little additional elements in there. Although it's kind of funny, isn't it, that you'd think that would be something that you'd need to see as yeah, a pilot. I guess the way that you need to fly it is like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why this always getting shot. I'm falling right now. I am. Every time, every time I look down, the altimeter <laughs> switches. It's really weird. Every time I look down, it's because you're pulling the stick. Every time you look round, you idiot. Amazing. That is so funny. Um, it's it's a good point actually. But I, I this is the funny thing about the whole GI Joe thing. It's really just to make it look pretty. But it is, and it looks really good. I like right. that. I like. The fact that they even not just sculpted it, but also gave it deco. Yeah, you're right though. Practically, practicality wise, not a chance. 
But I think the other thing is they pilot it with that kind of VR headset, and that's sure. everything they need is on there. But it's funny, like, who is paying attention to that version of it on the actual, you know, trouble bubble itself? Like, it, it's kind of funny. I guess there's switches as well that they need to press. They probably need to check it as well sometimes. So I don't know. It's just kind of cute. I like it and funny. Uh, and the way you're kind of doing that. <laughs> Hang on. Where, what's is there something near me? The radar's beeping. I can't see which. If I look down, do I then have to make? Do, is it this way up or is it that way up? I don't know. Maybe all these things project onto the glass to give a heads-up display. That is even better as an idea. Absolutely agree with that. Then you 100%. just got to make sure your arm's not in the way of the projection. That's going to happen too. It's like all of a sudden it makes sense and then it doesn't make sense immediately afterwards. Like it, it's perfect yeah. G.I. Joe. We're in, it's kind of like I call it the, uh, the, the G.I. Joe paradox, isn't it? Um, anyway, here's the back. Now, I guess the mine could probably clip to the back of the thing without the boosters, but I don't know where it's going without any boosters. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe it, clip, maybe it can connect to the back of the, um, the jetpack part as well. Wasn't that supposed to be a spot where it could refuel? Have they kind of capped that over? I guess. There's a little bit of a divot. On in the original there. design, that that little center part in between the thrusters I yeah. think was supposed to be a spot where you could refuel it. So that kind of makes it difficult to make a, a future refueling thing. Yeah, it's kind of cute, though. I do like the, the visual of it. Yeah. Um, Lovely stuff. It's really nice, this. And then we've got the Televiper. They, there's that VR headset head on the right. And, of course, the two different uh, skin tone options as well. Both of them look like they're having a very difficult poo. Have you noticed that? You know, actually, I was thinking about how well sculpted the teeth are and the fact that the deco is actually right in place. Like, if you zoom in on that... Uh, oh yeah, it's really. It's well not done. like the white of the teeth is printed up onto the lips <laughs> at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How that sometimes yeah. happens. Yeah, there's, I've seen a few. Onto the teeth. What was the, What was it recently? There was an action figure that Adam took a picture of and sent to us, and it had. It didn't have sculpted teeth, and it just like had the teeth tampo on the lips or something. Yeah, I don't remember what that was, but That's... yeah, it just had a spot, and it was like they needed to, to um, to do the uh, I think it's a, it's, it's the printed, it's it's not yeah. pad printed, but it's definitely printed. Yeah, it was just really funny, and I saw... yeah, I guess it is. It, yeah, it was it was a, it was one of those kind of printer printy printy ones anyway. But yeah, it was hilarious. Um, yeah, called that. That they, there's your Tele Viper, and actually, and like, like looking at the actual figure itself, loving the details, loving the design. I know there was a bit of um, like uproar. Can really say that um, where the um, arm, arms that would usually be, you know, open, uh, like you know, uh, no clothing on it, were painted black, and the neck as well to kind of allow you to have the different, um, I guess, like skin tones on the on the head. And I don't really mind that. I think they're really cool. And you you never know. We might get a Tele Viper in the retro series that follows more of that kind of original design. There's a possibility of that now that we've got the retro. Yeah, that's very true. 
I kind of I'm hoping if we get a retro one though, the thing that I'm not crazy about on this is like one of the one of the key characteristics of Televiper in my mind was the two microphones. Oh right. Okay. It has two microphones. And that was just a a cool aspect to looking at the package art more than the original toy, because the original toy does kind of ha just have a be like it looks like a big chin strap. Yeah. But you know, it's called out on his file card that he has two microphones and then the, the art definitely looks like that. That was just one of the aspects of it. And microphones look cool on a figure. Big time. And for him to have two of them, uh, I just I just feel like it's really missing on this figure. Yeah, totally. Um, TV gun as well, like that. That's so cool. I don't know. It's like vacuum cleaner. Yeah, but isn't it supposed to be like a, a camera? Or the, the original figure calls it a scanner. Yeah, I've heard and scanner. I, um, I don't know exact. Well, it's on the package. It says scanner. Yeah. So I don't the, know exactly how you would scan something. So I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a camera necessarily. And he's it's a QR code reader. That's all it is. Right. <laughs> he's supposed to be like an audio specialist anyway, not like as much visual. Like it's a he's a communications guy. Yeah. So, I. Well, like the in the comic they've kind of switched to it being like a monitor so that when um cobra commander needs to kind of talk to somebody like he'll like get the zoom call up on his massive scanning gun thing and he'll yeah. just talk to people on there so there, there's some you know the fact that his communications makes more sense than you know anything else but i i does make me laugh that effectively he's got in his hand and his backpack what could be done on this i just love that you know you could just have a phone mate and everything would be so much easier in actual fact you don't even have to pay this guy to be a televiper you just cobra commander just has a phone and their televipers are completely irrelevant then at that well point. as long as you can get a signal that's, <laughs> that's what he's there for he's there he's for a, the fact that you he's cannot a human get a satellite is that, is that what you're saying yeah yeah that's what it's <laughs> backpack is for it's well it says microwave that his backpack's capable of several different kinds of communication several different kinds of waves and so it does kind of make sense for, yeah. for that reason i i i yeah i'm just being i'm just being silly but yeah it's uh it's interesting oh, i love the figure i think it looks great um a nice little blast effect on there on what is effectively a scanner pat yeah but like so if cover commander's like looking into it to talk <laughs> Or to see, it's like, no, look, Cobra Commander, totally. This Ooh. is, uh, we have a message for you. <laughs> Make sure you push the correct button, Televiper, otherwise, you're going to be in big trouble. I'm either going to speak to Destro in a second, or I'm going to have a cooked face. Either way, I've got my chrome helmet on today, so go for it. Let's see what happens. Um, Zoran, yeah, I like that grin as well. I can't post that, but yeah. I, I like that grin on the on the televipers helmet. Long range audio scanner says Max Blue. Thank you very much, Max. Um, yeah, well, actually, televiper versus airtight scanner versus vacuum. It is, isn't it? I'm pretty sure airtight is like a air purifying thing or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like it sucks all the bad air out of the. I don't atmosphere. know if it's that or if it's like a. A, just a detector, like a, a sniffer. It may actually be a vacuum. That I want what it's for. I've I've definitely seen that in the past. I'm sure. That's I'm just gonna what have it a look. feels like it's for. I'm just going to do this because it's the easiest way to do it. 
3D Joe's. Shout out to 3D Joe's airtight because um, he always lists the uh, the stuff, doesn't he? Um, compressor yeah. pack sniffer air hoses. Sniffer, yeah. It's a sniffer. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, what's next? Next is the, the actual Televiper and Trouble Bubble compartment. Now, this, the seat belt's really cool because it's in two pieces. Uh, the top two straps come over, and then the bottom one just po like pegs in to the uh, the kind of like front piece. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, love that. Yeah, they they learned their lesson from Snake Eyes in the beginning of GI Joe the movie. We 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 discussed that, right? Yeah, they better they better strap in. That's used. That's used in the in the, tra the televiper training video. Don't let this be you. And then they just show Snake Eyes flipping the dude right out of it. <laughs> uh, amazing stuff. And then we have got Tripwire. So this is obviously this is a, a big one uh, to have in hand already. I'm so surprised this stuff's already in hand. I'm not used to seeing it immediately. Yeah, but that's a good thing. Like it is. These it is. long waits in between things. It it just. I, I think that they need to sort of um, separate them out a little bit more so that we're, we don't have the, this big drought and then just a ton of stuff all at once, but shortening the time in between reveal, because I was always feeling the double guilt. And that's one of the reasons why I've switched to just buying things in store and whenever they show up rather than pre-ordering everything, because yeah, it's like, oh man, you know, that's, you know, $45 for that figure or whatever. And you feel bad when you click pre-order and then you feel kind of guilty again whenever it ships. Yeah. Rather yeah. just do it all double, at once. Double guilt. You can't, it's one bit of guilt is fine, but two yeah. bits of guilt. Double, double dipping on the guilt for one figure, no. Double dragon. Um, yeah, so the I love the head sculpt. I think it looks like really, you know, it's like quite a young face, fresh-faced tripwire here. Um, which is funny because we have seen Tripwire without a helmet, haven't we? I'm sure there's like a model sheet of Tripwire without a helmet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Sunbow model sheet has him without a mask, I think. But this is kind of nice to actually, I don't know, get it in figure form, I think. We did we, we didn't have it with uh, 25th, did we? Because it was a molded helmet. No, that's that's was my complaint when we were talking about Tripwire before, is that previous ones have not had that. So this is in my opinion, a key feature of this figure. As easy as it should be to just make it, because his head was kind of bulky too yeah. on that version one figure. So you should have been able to approximate that look uh, in, a, in a four inch figure form. They just didn't. Yeah, I'm su I'm surprised they never did either, honestly. Um, then we've got, oh, I'm getting messages on the side. I have to multitask here. This should be interesting. Tiger Force Flint in hand in Germany already. Unbelievable. An unboxing in the German video has just gone up. I'll share it later. Thanks, Jeremy Kimberlin, for that. Heads up. Um, talking about Tripwire. Uh, also, I know Viper is shipping as well and Eels. And we know all of that's happening. Don't worry. Uh, but then everyone knows all that's happening. So it's great. Tripwire. Let's get back to that. I love the fact that we've got this kind of new-ish head sculpt for him, though, because it kind of, again, feeds into that character a bit more, gives him a bit more depth. And he's not just a helmeted kind of background character. He's definitely been brought to the forefront, in my opinion, with this particular release. Um, and because he can, he can sometimes be a little bit Xandar, in my opinion, 
Uh, and I'm, what I mean is melting into the background. Um, and I don't mean that Xandar does that as a figure, but his character does. That was like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure people know what I'm talking about when I say that. Um, so I, I really like that we've got this with Tripwire. And then, of course, the actual upgrade to the vintage style is next level. I think he looks great. Yes, he's not as lean as his original figure, but I'm not, it doesn't really bother me. Like, I think he looks really good. Well, that was kind of a criticism of the original figure as time went on, you know, that it isn't as realistic of a of somebody who would be um, a bomb disposal person. <laughs> yeah, zero protection. That is exactly G.I. Joe's MO, though, Pat. If you're a vehicle driver, you're sitting out in the open. If you're, you know, if you're a bomb disposal expert, you're effectively just given a pair of underpants and a, and a pair of shades, and you've got to go and do your job. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah, brilliant. And there's a little shot of McLeod there as well. Look, I should have put my face, I should have sub superimposed my face onto the robot uh, just to say that I like the head sculpt on it, but I didn't think of that now. Now I feel like an idiot. Um, yeah, looks great. Um, here is modern version, uh, all geared up, and, of course, like a front and back shot of everything. This is such a cool addition to the figure. It's nuts that we have effectively three different figures in this set. Yeah, uh, I, I've, I've said it before, but adding stuff, adding layers and other accessories, I like that method of updating things because then you're you're buying one figure and getting it, you know, the best of both worlds. And yeah, I mean, he's going to cost more, but this is a, this is a case where it's pretty clear to me that this this one is packed out with a lot more than a standard figure are you excited for the uh fun school and listen and fun and tiger force repaints of this figure well i'm curious how they approach those you know are any of those going to have the bulkier uh the bulkier stuff i would yeah. like to see uh the rat as a fun school version of the rat like because he could be a crazy color that would be fun that would be adorable um i would have to say I could definitely see them doing Tiger Force Tripwire. And with precedent in the past being, you know, like um, less, like if, if it's a deluxe figure or a figure with more stuff, it's usually stripped back a little bit for the yeah. target releases. I could see them just doing, you know, taking the modern uh, bomb disposal EOD stuff out. Pro excuse me, probably even taking McLeod out of the mix as well mm -hmm. and just having the the base tripwire kind of figure, but in Tiger No Force. rat? You don't want a, a, a rat that's painted like a tiger? One, I would love a rat painted like a tiger, 100%. Uh, but I don't. I think they would strip it down completely, just the base tripwire. Yeah, you're probably right. Element. Yeah. I would personally give me the set again in Tiger Force, please, and I'll be very happy with that. I'll pay another $34.99 for this bad boy, and I'll keep doing that with Fun School, with listen and fun, yeah, keep them coming. Uh, but I'm just thinking from a practical... I can't imagine all those selling through. Exactly. Uh, so I think we might, yeah, they might strip it down. It'd be great if they didn't. If Maybe if they kept if they kept everything and maybe took the, the modern EOD secondary and helmet and neck piece out, maybe they could squeeze a Target exclusive out of that with, you know, with the bomb disposal robot on the mouse. I don't know. It seems weird... That you, I mean, you could always use the mouse and the bomb disposal robot with your Tiger Force uh, tripwire. It's not like that wouldn't be an option. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, 
they you know they wouldn't necessarily have to have repaints. I would like to see a tiger rat though, literal, a literal tiger rat, not a tiger rat, a literal tiger rat would be amazing. Um, anyway, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I mean, I want to see a rat dressed as a tiger more than I want to see the repainted tiger force rattler is what I'm getting at, which is crazy, isn't it? I mean, a lot of people probably want the rattler. Would you want the rattler instead? Not really. I'd rather have the rat. Because it's too big, right? Yeah, all that'd be yeah, that's gonna be big. I, I imagine at this point though, it sounds like they will will get to it. I yeah, I, yeah. Because we'd had that conversation last week, didn't we, about Hazlabs yeah. and stuff. Yes. Uh long arm eventually down the road using this mold, says Redfin oh one. You're not the only person to notice that, bud. I I definitely have that vibe as well. I'd love long arm would work would do really well with a kind of a repaint here, maybe a different secondary. What are your thoughts, Pat, on that? Yeah, they're going to need to do a little bit more deco to him, though, because I can't imagine this figure with every single part of it just in bright orange with black gloves and black boots. You'd probably have to do some sort of two-tone thing, wouldn't you, where it'd be like a, 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 yeah. a an orange and maybe a darker kind of a yeah, tone. Yeah, we'll play into his accessories and put some red in there. Big time, big time. Um, how how many long arms did we get, deco wise? Two. What was the other deco? Uh, it's the the club one, the convention one. Why can't I imagine that, it? Honestly, you're not gonna. They wouldn't be able to do that because it's pretty much this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've forgotten his name. Long arm. It was the head hunter's year, and it's in that three pack with um. Uh, um, was it wave and uh, who's the other figure? Low light in there, right? Oh yeah, so it's yeah, it's like a green and black. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly the it's the same as this. Yeah, this is what this is effectively tripwire and long arm in the set. Yeah, there you go. It's done, guys. Don't need to do it. All sorted. Um, I think long arm even came with uh, the diffusing robot, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, well, with that said... Because they reused the the one from Sigma 6. Yeah, it was. I'm just looking at it now. Uh, it's actually a really cool-looking figure, actually. But, yeah, I, I, I could... I, I don't know. Would you want them to do an orange version of it, Pat, is my question to you. Is that not, something that interests you? Not especially. I mean, maybe. I, I guess if I saw it, then I, then I would decide. There he is. Anyway, you're right. It's effectively tripwire. So there you go. You've got your long arm, guys. It's all done. It's already there. Um, you just don't have it in orange. Oh, actually, I could see people doing uh, customs of, of long arm with this figure, definitely. Um, yeah, the clear mask would be cool if they did that. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, because that's what it is, isn't it? Like You can see his face and everything. Um, RKW said, are you familiar with Roland Rat? Yes, I am, RKW. Very familiar. I'm being from the UK. Of course I am. He used to, um, he was uh, like a like a puppet on a kid's TV show. Pat, you'd never heard of him, so it's fine. No, no. Um, Roland Pat. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, right then, there's more. Look at that, mate. When you see it like that, it's pretty sexy. Yeah, he looks good. What version do you prefer? Do you prefer modern or do you prefer the vintage style with this one? Uh, honestly, I'm curious to see... A little more removed from the figure to see how he looks you know without those shoulder pads without the thigh pads 
the I think maybe I prefer the the modern because even the chest of it doesn't quite look um, slimmed down with that other armor, but maybe it would without those other pieces on there and Do without I... the neck the neck covering too. Yeah, um, you know, that would actually more of that stuff off and see how how vintage it can look. I think you're right. I think if you took the thigh pieces off the sh the shoulder pieces, uh, which are just bicep straps, that's it. Uh, yeah. They'll come off no problem. And the neck piece, I think you've probably got a pretty close approximation of a vintage tripwire there. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, cool. Love it. Um, and then there's the full loadout, which is absolutely bonkers for thirty four ninety nine. That is insanity right there. And I love it. That's what I want. The problem is, though, this is going forward. This is what I want to see for a deluxe figure. I don't want to see any less than this. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that long ago that it seemed that Hasbro was moving toward not having any accessories inside their Marvel Legends. And we were worried that we would get fewer accessories in with G.I. Joe. But man, is this the opposite of that? <laughs> this is the opposite of that. This is the exact opposite of no accessories in a set. Right. This is all of the accessories. Uh, it's crazy. Um, and the bulk of each one is is the crazy part. Those two secondaries take up a lot of space. The helmets are massive. The backpack's pretty pretty chunky. The friggin' detector's long and, and crazy. The, the robot's massive. It's like, it's only the pistol, the hose, the the, the, the mines, the rat, and the friggin' remote that is, that are small enough to be like... Do you know what I mean? Like everything else is so bulky. So yeah, it's it's yeah. insane. Can't cannot wait. Um, and there's me and a rat just hanging out. Me, a rat, and a uh, remote control. There you go. It's I keep on thinking that's a claymore, but yeah, it's a remote control. Yeah, it's got a little it's got a little nipple controllers on it. You know what I'm talking about? Um, and then we've got low light. So thanks to thanks for all the, the sorry, I should be calling out everyone that posted these. But we've got Jason Yu from Tripwire, I believe. G.I. Diego were the first two. Televiker was X Corpio on YouTube. And Lowlight is Lou, is Reman Lou. So thank you very much, loads, for all these images, guys. Really appreciate it. Lowlight in hand as well, Pat. Crazy, isn't it? Like, this is just so, so nuts. Yeah, I, I loved the Pursuit of Cobra figure, but he was really bulky. I think I've said that before, too. And this one slims that down so well. So this is a this is a good low light. Yeah, it's a it's a win this one in my opinion as well. And I, I can't wait to start seeing him in like sniper poses and stuff because, yeah, I think that's something that this figure's been missing for a, a while now. Um, I mean, even the even the vintage figure wasn't like you can't really get it in like good sniper poses. But like when yeah when we got to the pursuit of Cobra one, which was phenomenal, lots of great things about it. It's just yeah. articulation isn't very good, very good, and yeah, the 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 secondary was so massive. I feel like yeah. it could have really done with a little bit of um, thinning out, should we say, in the in the sculpt. The forearm, the forearms, and the secondary was a little inhibiting, so it was yeah, it was it big. big kind of like yeah, those big kind of chunky lined gray things, and yeah, which they've kind of yeah. done a little bit. They kind of made them. A little bit just more of a, a detail on this figure which is nice more than anything else uh yeah anyway i think that's is that everything on this slide i think uh, it is. i believe yes, it is. Uh, i think so 
because we do have more kind of stuff to discuss that's happened in the last like you know day or so uh, but we're going to throw that into the shout outs uh, so pat if you're happy we can just move on oh no 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 i tell a lie we do have one more thing to talk about and that's this list uh, so shout out to Classic Toys UK on Twitter. Completely forgot then that we actually they had this to talk about. A um, couple of things to point out. Obviously, first off, these are the dates posted on all of those different Pulse region websites. So uh, EU, US, and UK are the ones that have been uh, highlighted on this list. Uh, of course, there's loads more Pulse, you know, regions now. Taiwan, um, Malaysia. Um, there's more, isn't there, that I'm not thinking off the top of my head. There's a lot of new uh, kind of regions that have in introduced. So they probably have, uh, you know, slightly different um, dates and stuff on there as well. But we've also got import dates. Um, showing, <coughs> bless you. Sorry, Pat's allergic to when I say the word import. If you just yeah. sneezed again, that would have been hilarious. I, there, I think that there was a, uh, a code name on here, and I just had to do <laughs> Pat's allergic to internal code words. Um, that's what it is. So yeah, we got, basically the list is is pretty cool. Uh, so thanks to uh, Classic Toys UK for uh, posting this and us for stealing it and reposting it um, and saying it was our idea. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. Um, there's there's one typo on there, which is Desert Storm Shadow. That should be Desert Snake Eyes. But other than that, pretty cool. And in the week or like last week, a video popped up. I think it was. Revent Return of the Nerd. I think it was Return of the Nerd. I think that's what it was. And on that particular video, the guy from the UK um discussed a few of the classified uh, figures that were coming in that were, they were getting in hand, and then also mentioned that uh, Shadow Tracker was also coming soon on the old uh, what you call it um kind of pre-order kind of you know list, and he was like paired up with this other character who we have no idea this is an, probably an internal code word code word and it's path wolf spider varma whatever so this could be why we haven't seen shadow tracker yet like maybe this is a two pack we're dealing with and it's shadow tracker and another like maybe night force character or another cobra in that kind of uh, vein um, any thoughts here, Pat? Because it looks like it's going to be a Walmart Collecticon thing in September. Is the um, is the re release for this one? Yeah, no, I, I don't have any any thoughts about that at all. It just doesn't, it, you know my my enthusiasm does actually dwindle a little at these code words. <laughs> it's funny you can see me going, "Oh, this is new and interesting," and Pat's just like, "I hate you. Why do you make me do this? Why do we talk about these things?" Uh, can we just end the episode there? I want to go to sleep. Um, any of those things, uh, I feel like Pat is thinking right now. Um, no, I'm just looking at some of the differences and some of the dates here on things. Like, Yeah, there's so, a few that stre stretch into 2024 for the UK, I've noticed as well. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not just the UK getting everything first, because there are some things where the United States gets it a little bit earlier uh like uh, tripwire so that's gonna be this month yep uk but we have to wait until december see that's part of the reason why i don't mind waiting for retail because yeah. honestly by the time i was getting things shipped to me they felt like they were old figures anyway because 
they've been discussed online. Yeah, you've seen so many videos and images. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It's just like, well, here I finally have it six months after everybody else. You know, I picked up Shipwreck this week at, at Walmart. I found um, Scrap Iron this week. Yeah, like when when am I going to see Big Ben? Four months from now, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. How much do you hate me now? Like the cancellation of pre-orders, just not not cool. I, I would like the I, I would like some of this stuff. Some of this stuff still just isn't working out in my yeah. mind. No, I know, I know exactly what you mean on that. And I would say that these are the, I wonder if some of these are the kind of worst case scenario dates that we used to see. Um, they would put like, you know, they would just go, it's going to be this month. And then some, then all of a sudden you see it really early. We've had that a lot recently, actually, with a lot yeah, of those figures. That's true. If you look at the dates on US Pulse, they are way off into the future. And we, you know, the fact that I was getting, um, was it, I got from Pulse, Tiger Force, Dusty, and Crimson Guard, um, their dates were even further on on the website from when, when they came in. And what was the other one that came? There was a recent one. Uh, Valkyries has just started shipping as well. And that's nice, but it creates another problem with pre-ordering because you don't really know when to expect that bill to hit your card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's the thing. You've got to look at. You've got to look at this sometimes from a practical standpoint when you're ordering this stuff. You're going, okay, so I expect it that month. That gives me plenty of time. It, it's an, it falls in a nice part of the year where this, that, and the other, totally cool. And you know, if you're keeping track of it all, you can make a good assumption of what you're going to be, what your outgoings are going to be. And if, like you say, if it's well early, then you're kind of like taken a little by surprise on that one, and you then have to make adjustments possibly with other pre-orders that you've got on the on the docket going forward. Um, so yeah, I totally understand that that is a, an issue, bud. Totally. Um, eels are also shipping, by the way. It's not like everyone has said that in the comments, by the way, today. It's like no one's talking about it. Just I kidding. Don't, I don't know that I got my shipping notice on those because I, I actually did pre-order the eel because he's a he was Amazon exclusive, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. So in order to get him, that's that's what you had to do to do. And I don't I know I ordered him. So. Well, it might be, and um, people are, this is only really happening over the last day or so. I think yesterday people were talking about getting their eels, uh, shipping notifications. So it might just be that, you know, it does take a certain amount of time to get through those orders. Um, you know, like, and, and then obviously you might be a bit further down the list, but I imagine you'll probably get yours. You might even get it early next week. You never know. Uh, yeah, it says Tuesday. So. <laughs> there you go. All done. It's coming um brilliant anyway that is the list uh who do you guys think path wolf spider varma is uh other than one of the weirdest superheroes ever um i i'm gonna go out and say we know that nightfall shockwave is around the corner i wonder if it's like a ultimate enemies two pack uh, i'm gonna go, i'm gonna go with shadow tracker and nightfall shockwave what's your thoughts on that one pat i'm not my thoughts on that but what do you think that figure is going to be give me a rando uh uh for well i I'm, i like your your theme i'm not going to go with shockwave i don't think that it'll be just like tunnel rat night force right away um action man 
Nice. It's not going to be Action Man. It is it now. Awesome if it was. Um, can we just? We'll just say we'll go ahead and confirm that as happening, and I'll do an whole episode on classified Action Man, mate. That would be amazing if they did that, especially like um the one from the Night Force set. Uh, yeah. That yeah, with the which looks more like a Tiger Force figure because it's got tiger stripe camo paint and orange top so i just i was when i see that i forget that it's night force genuinely i always look at that and go oh yeah it's night force isn't it completely forgot but yeah yeah i, I really idea. like that the, the fact that they included him in there even though you know it's tracker it's like yeah no but we're getting action man and that was fun yeah tracker there's another one that gets zero love yeah in, you know like did we get did we even get a, like another version of Tracker other than the? Um, no, because uh, it was. School. There's a fun school Tracker, but there isn't like a modern four-inch version, is there? No, oh, no man, Tracker come on. completely ignored. Let's let's classified has to has to reinvigorate Tracker. Has to happen. Yeah, he just needs to have the boat and some really cool shoes. Hell yes, actually. Come to think of it, that would be a pretty cool figure and vehicle. It would be, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know that I would want another blow-up raft. No, it would have to be molded, yeah. but still. Yeah. They could make it, they could make it um, what's the word? Floatable. Honestly, just do like a pre-paint of the night landing and put it in there. There you go. And then obviously, yeah, we would then we could get a night landing would be wicked. Throw a couple of eels on it. Eels up inside you. Um, yeah, totally. Tracker is also a Navy SEAL. Thank you, figure six pack. Yes, he is. Um, so maybe, yeah, but I, I want I want vintage tracker. I want I want I want that look, but in classified personally. Night Force Robo Joe says Ryan Daly. He that's what he thinks it's gonna be. Obvi yeah, I mean that's, that's pretty that's obvious probably, though. It's probably it. Bit too obvious, mate. Um Tiger Force Chuckles. Maybe. Night Force Falcon with original head. I would probably quit at that point. I'd probably leave. I'd just walk out the door if it was uh, the same head. Anyway, that's right. that. <laughs> that's that. Let's uh, shift focus now to the shout-outs, which we do technically have a few more news things to talk about, but I didn't have time to do videos, so there you go. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it, and of course showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections, and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Anyway, uh, yes, shout-outs. Uh, we'll do a few shout-outs first, and then we'll get onto the news bits at the end. Uh, Pat, you can go first, my good man. Who have you got? As always, shout-out to Philip. Of course. Uh, and, yeah, we, we had a what was it, almost a week ago? I guess it was a week ago today. We posted a new video. And I've gotten a lot of views. I really appreciate anyone who's stopped over there to take a look. It's an absolute beauty of, a, of a, an episode. I uh, really enjoyed that one. I didn't actually, usually I'll tell you, I'll message you and go, I really enjoyed that episode. Completely forgot. But I watched it as soon as it came up. Oh, this is what I always do with uh, to articulate points. As soon as it comes up, I do all the sharing, you know, the corporate retweet. And I really appreciate crap. you doing that for us. Yeah. <laughs> 
I do all the corporate stuff. Gross. And then, um, yeah, and then I just I immediately watch it. And uh, I must admit, I was really into it because it was it touches on those things that I know of, but don't know the details of. Like, there's so much of that stuff that we talk about, you know, it'll be like, just we'll drop, you know, randomly talk about that cancelled set from like 97 or, you know, 2005 or whatever. And we'll talk about that stuff like in passing, but I'll mm -hmm. never know all of the details about it. And of course you went into some massive detail with that Crimson Guard kind of disguise set, which is so much fun. Yeah. And there's still, you know, it's one of those things where there's still always some details that are a bit Questions. of a mystery. So. Yeah. Yeah, go check it out. Link in the description for Articulated Points YouTube channel. Uh, and shout out to Phil. Yeah, Phil, good lad. Um, loads of views on that blooming uh, SDCC oh, panel. Yeah, it's like up over 6,000 already. So yeah, tons of views on that. Phenomenal. Um, I love that I've been busting my A for how many years? Never done a video with that many views. <laughs> And you guys just turn up, throw a video up there, and it's like a million straight off the bat. Yeah. Kills me. Yeah, I was I was surprised, but appreciative that he streamed that. And just so that I could also see the panel. Yeah, it was a brilliant panel. Um, and thank you very much, Phil, for doing that. Because uh, it's like uh, having been a person that does has done that in the past for Hascon, I remember streaming every... G.I. Joe related panel and the dinner that they did, they did panels at the dinner as well, like yeah. presentations and everything. Managed to stream all of that. And I'm so happy I did because that was full of awesome information. Like that was the legends from back then talking about all of that stuff. Those streams in... are still online, aren't they? Yep, they're on Facebook, I believe, on our Facebook page. And I, they were also, uh, Dan Klingensmith reposted them. And I think put the links on his website. So that's the creating GI Joe three and three quarter inch, um, website. So, uh, yeah, you should be able to find them. It might take a bit of digging, but you should yeah. be able to find them. There's, we've had a few videos go up since then, Pat, I think a couple. Yeah. Just, just a few, just a few weeklies since then, like a, a billion weeklies. Uh, anyway, yeah. Thank you, Phil, for that brilliant stuff. Um, next is the fam. Shout out to the fam, UK, US. Um, hoping to book my flight to the UK soon. That might have to happen today. So, um, I'll might be making a little trip out to the UK. And like I said, I'll make some content out of it as well. Probably do some, probably do a weekly from the UK, Pat. Are you cool with that? Yeah, that'd be cool. You have to come with me though. Is that, is that all right? You're going to be, that's going to be an odd hour for you. Then, yeah. Right? What time is it now? 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. It's like 4 in the afternoon. It'll be fine. Oh, okay. 3 or 4 in the afternoon. I, I'm, I can do that. Oh, Ray Murphy's missed the show. Darn it, Ray. You're just going to have to go back and watch all one and a quarter hours of it later. Um, so shout out to the family and to Kate and Phoebes as well, of course, holding the fort right now. Um, to Brian Sauer uh, for the amazing graphics. And, of course, linked to Brian. Uh, we also, Brian's working on, on some new movie news burst graphics for us that hopefully should get those over the weekend. And Justin and I did a little movie news burst recently. So we'll be doing some more talk about the G.I. Joe and Transformers crossover. But other than that, uh, Brian is also the head of Assembly Required or Disassembly Required, as it's known this year. 
uh, November 3rd and 4th at Hivey Hall, downtown Des Moines. Des Moines, don't know why I said it that way, I just did. Uh, it's an amazing in-person convention and uh, yeah, you've got to make sure you go there. It's, it's one of the best G.I. Joe related cons going, in my opinion. Um, also, in relation to Assembly Required, they also do an online version called Armour and we have a new memo to read out to all employees, to dawdlers, that is, procrastinators, dilly-dallies, etc., from Tomax and Zaymut Powley, joint CEOs, Extensive Enterprises. This is about gear kit pre-order deadlines. While normally we would re be remiss to issue a memorandum on the weekend, we felt it was pertinent to point out that the deadline to pre-order your gear kit is this Sunday, August the 6th at 11.11pm. 11 Reminder two, the official Extensive Enterprises Company policy on weekends is that they don't exist. They are merely an extra two days to increase your worth to the company. Hilarious. Keep your security tight and your spending loose. Brilliant. Uh, deadlines are set to ensure that your kits arrive in time for the Armour event on August the 19th. Don't make us track you down like a rogue broker. There you go. Um, thank you very much for the guys at Extensive Enterprises for that memo. Gear kits, like they said... Sunday, August the 6th, you know, that's tomorrow. So make sure you get that sorted. Um, and speaking of gear kits, they're going to come with this six inch um, accessory or accessories for the uh, Crimson Twins, the Crimson Twins figures. Um, obviously, the zip line handle. Um, here's all the little pieces you get as well. Um, in the, I think this is the, is this the 118th scale or is this the one? I can't remember which scale this one is, um, but I'm looking at right this second. So I'll just double check because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Well, I thought, thought it was a 112th scale. Well, that's the thing. I just want to double check that it is exactly the six inch scale figures stuff here because, yeah, it is. It is 100% because it was on the same post. You're right. So you've got a little, um, is that a little coffee mug? You've got the. Um, Briefcase, that's the word I'm looking for. You've got the zip line handle, you've got the two classic blasters, and then you've got those two kind of uh, like, not harpoons, grappling hook mm -hmm. uh, ends as well. I was, I have had for some reason a mental block on grappling hooks, and I don't know what it is. Like, I always look at them and I forget that they're called grappling hooks. What is that about? I don't know. I get confused when it's a grappling hook or when it's a grapnel. What the hell is a grapnel? Never heard of that in my life. A, you've never heard of a grapnel? No. Yeah, it, it's generally Batman stuff is referred to as a grapnel. And you know what a grapnel is? It's a grappling hook. <laughs> Amazing. That's two words I'm going to struggle to, or two terms I'm going to struggle to remember uh, from now on. That's great. Thanks. Um, uh, Chris, could you put a link for Robot Kingdom below? I mean, just search Robot Kingdom, David. Uh, just literally search Robot Kingdom. You should be able to find it. Um, I would. I'll do that going forward. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's only one thing you can really find with it as a store. There, there's, there aren't any other stores called that. Um, still puzzled me on what kind of string they use for the ropes. Uh, Actually, that was really interesting. Yeah, the, the the it was like hardcore, and it was almost like, um, what's the word? Treated, wasn't it? The the like string for the, for the vintage string. Yeah, yeah, it was a very specific kind of string, and it was pretty consistent too. 
A grapnel is for boats, says RKW. There we go. Okay. Thanks, RKW. Appreciate that. Some kind of a paracord, says Future Fortress. It was much, obviously, much smaller than that. Because the paracord is quite thick, isn't it? Uh, maybe know. nylon string. Maybe. No, because nylon is generally has a plastic feel to it, right? Yeah, it does. Because it's got that coating on it, hasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't I don't know exactly what kind of string it was. They seem to have a large supply of it though, because over many years it was roughly the same kind of string with every figure one or they would come with it. It was, yeah. And it was always, yeah, fused at the end as well, so you wouldn't get the fraying on it. Uh yeah. I liked all that. That the stuff that you used Maybe to Maybe it with. is nylon then if it was fused at the end. I don't really remember that. Or is it glued? I don't remember well, how they kept the ends. That's what I mean. Like it was there was some sort of finish on it to kind of keep it from fraying. Um and they yeah, they did that with all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it could be nylon. Anyway, uh yeah, this gear kit is the all-in or the six inch. You get all this beautiful uh stuff that you can utilize with your crimson twins. And there they are utilizing some of it with the uh the, the uh, uh zip line. Um also Got the cell pop card backs, which come again, I think, with all of the gear kit options. Uh, so you can have a Tomax and a Zame at one. I, I love the artwork that Brian does. It's just phenomenal, isn't it? Like it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff that he's he's done has been especially good. I, I don't know. The the year that he pulled out that that Serpentor art, um, it, it was really, really impressive to me. And just the overall theming of the convention. Whenever you go to AR, it's it's very clear that there's like co a cohesive look to all the stuff that he's put out there for it. Yeah, and I love all these like little sunbow cell pop ones he does as well. It's just so yeah. good. And what's cute about this one is the sticker is on different sides of the you know the fake sticker for the uh, price is on different sides of the. Oh uh, yeah, it is. I yeah, I like that. Really nice. And then they've got both of them on the back in kind of like that crimson kind of like, um, you know, like filter over it. Very nice indeed. Love that. Uh, also, you get a little five pack of stickers as well. Um, you've got the twins, obviously, there. You've got the Operation Armor with the Extensive Enterprises E at the end of it. You've got the Guardsman design with the uh, the kind of the, the, the rifle they're very well known uh, for. Anonymity, loyalty, conformity. I love that. The AK forty eight AW, and there's the obviously the Crimson Guard as well, holding that said rifle as another cool sticker. The the, the design that, that goes into this, the all of the cool stuff that you get with these gear kits are amazing. This is for the one eighteenth gear kit, and this is a little extensive Enterprises office uh, with the window and the uh, the desks and everything, uh, and I think Rattlers in the distance. Now that could be. Uh, I think maybe a nod to Pyramid of Darkness, would you say, Pat, where they uh, fly through the city and it's they're all in Rattlers and it's, um, what's his name? Oh, no, maybe they're not all in Rattlers. I think maybe it's two Sky Strikers chasing a Rattler, isn't it? And they go through the cityscape and then the Rattler goes into the building. Well, that isn't two Sky Strikers and a Rattler, is it? Or is, are those all Rattlers? I think they're all Rattlers, but I don't know. It's just it's awesome. So they're coming into, uh, obviously, land at extensive enterprises building anyway. yeah they are all rattlers yep it's really nice though isn't it and i love the fact that you get the reflection of the e logo on the uh on the floor through the through the as the light comes through the 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 window really cool 
really cool. So yeah, again, this is a little cardboard diorama basically, and you get one with the six inch and you get one with the four inch, but this is specifically for the four inch scale uh, and gear kits. Is this the briefcase, like it opens into this? Uh, the briefcase is the gear kit, yeah. So the whole gear kit opens out and all of the stuff is inside. I okay. don't think that I don't think that is the interior of the briefcase, though. Oh, it is. Yeah, because look at the top of it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you are totally right. That That is the interior of the brief. That's so cool. That is so neat. I wasn't aware of that. I thought because, like, in the past, the... Uh, the um, cardboard sets have literally been take out and build kind of thing. Maybe that comes as a briefcase and comes inside the gear kit as well. Because yeah, I'll have to I'll have to ask Brian on that one because that yeah, is... I would imagine that I would imagine that he's probably still working out how exactly it works. But I would expect it to be the interior of the briefcase is that backdrop, and then you pull out and fold additional pieces for the rest. That's so cool. What I'm going to guess. That's so cool if they're doing that, and it makes sense to utilize the actual gear kit box. That's really, yeah. really, mm -hmm. yeah, that's quality. Um, it looks so good. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love what they do with this stuff, and uh, yeah, it's it's just so so well executed. Now, this is the other news story you need to talk about, Pat, which I didn't do a video for. Didn't have time. Sorry, guys. Um, and this is quite an interesting one to talk about. This is GD Toys, and this is the third party company. This isn't an official release. It's twelve inch Baroness figure. I said to you early when we came on. I said, do you see this actually? making it to market when they're utilizing for an unofficial release the actual cobra logo and you said and i said well if it's not being released in the united states maybe they can get away with it yeah so it's it, uh, the one thing i will say on this though is that you um so there's obviously there's a pre-order thing for it right now you put a non you put a non-refundable deposit of 30 dollars down and then I think it's two hundred overall. I think so. Yeah, it's one and that non-refundable is that's that's tough with that logo on there because, uh, you know, a lot of times like with with transformers that are a similar, uh, you know, not done in an official capacity, they usually leave the Autobot and, and Decepticon logos off of them. Yeah. So the fact that this not only has the Cobra logo on her. But on the marketing for it, yeah, it could end up gaining some attention, and maybe you won't get your thirty dollars back. That's the worry, isn't it? That's the risk that you kind of like you run on something like this. But the fact that it, like, you could just be throwing thirty bucks away at the end of the day. <laughs> so you know that could be what happens here. Um, but you know, because I'm I'm wary when it comes to this kind of stuff. Do you remember all those many moons ago? A third-party company popped up and did laser vipers. Do you remember that? They were going to do the laser vipers. That was like a crowdfund that was on Taobao. And oh, okay. it was supposed to reach a certain number of pre-orders. They were going to do laser viper, and they were going to do the Python one. Python version, yeah. Based, I think, on, on the club's Python ones. And then they were going to do their own uh, backpack with them. And, yeah, none of that ended up happening. Um, so that was slightly different and then it wasn't shut down. It just didn't make it crowdfunding wise. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, like it's, it's, it's very, well, there have also been bootlegs spotted recently of classified figures, haven't there? I think Cobra Commander and somebody else 
two, I think, two Cobra Commanders. Is it just two different Cobra Commanders? I don't know if there's somebody else in addition to those, but I've I've seen a lot of uh, the light blue Cobra Commander and yeah. the Snake Supreme Cobra Commander, and both are available boxed. Interesting, yeah, because that yeah, like I feel like. I haven't seen anything for a for like you know for the longest time, and kind of almost you kind of almost expect it a little bit, don't you? You expect some sort of attempt at like a little knockoff or bootleg here, there, and everywhere. So like yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's a it's a gray area, and it's obviously one that you know it's kind of at your own risk, I think, getting involved with because like we just mentioned here, this could be one of those things where the use of the logo could be a problem could be problematic or they could just be like we don't care we're doing it and it's going to come out no matter what so you, you never know uh but there you go that is an available item 12 inch baroness what do you think of the figure pat i should ask not not for me uh there's a lot there's a lot better ways that i can spend my money there's still some gi joe stuff that i don't own that's official stuff and i love the baroness um but this doesn't look like the baroness to me yeah, uh, this looks like it falls a little more under some of the fan art stuff that is <laughs> yeah. uh, out yeah, of I, character, in my opinion, for the yeah. Baroness. So I get um, what you're saying. I get what you're yeah. saying. Uh, anyway, just thought we'd. It was definitely worth talking about. No, and no, for sure. Um, I'll weird, also, yeah, go on. It's almost an indicator of how healthy the brand is. Whenever yeah. people want to jump in and make, you know full figures and hope that that it sells at a, at a premium in order yeah. to get that e even the even the bootlegs are a sign that there's demand there enough for some company for some I, I say company i guess it probably is a company loosely um, you can loosely use that term yeah right sole uh, sole proprietor <laughs> right yeah I, I really want to see a review of that because i doubt that they're exactly the same but they could be of decent quality yeah who knows this is a 12-inch figure, by the way, if you, anyone was wondering. And also, uh, link in the description to the His Tank uh, kind of link um, article on this one. So all the information is there. And also, I'll shout out uh, Dinah Davis, who um, put me onto this originally last night, but I was asleep. So when I woke up, I saw the message, but obviously, it was it, you know I hadn't seen this kind of go up. Um, but I think it pops up at some point yesterday during the afternoon, and I just I wasn't. I wasn't keyed in to every single thing going on, unfortunately, that that moment in the day. Uh, so I missed this one. So, but thank you to Diana Davis for letting me know about it. Um, also, um, shout out to Renegade Game Studios, who just released a press release, which you can read the full uh, info in the link below in our description. They're doing not only Transformers Robo Rally, but they're also doing a G.I. Joe Axis and Allies game, hmm. which is quite interesting. Uh, does that pique your interest, Pat, a little bit? I, I'm curious. Yeah, I want mm. to see where that goes. I do have all the information uh, right here. But like I said, the full um, press release is effectively um, in the link um, uh, in the description below. Uh, GI, let's see what it says here for G.I. Joe. It says, the game will feature over 110 figures, including the Snowcat, Wolf, Sky Striker, and Rattler. The game will also introduce new strategic options that commanders may employ, such as using the Weather Dominator to freeze the sea, to block pathways, or create strategic land bridges. Players can expect to deploy troops in 2024. Um, Scott Gator said, Giorgio is the perfect fit for our new line of games, powered by Axis and Allies. 
Now fans of War Games and the world's ultimate fighting force can come together for an epic experience. Uh, fun. I like that a lot. Um, I kind of like the fact that they've included or they're incorporating things like the Weather Dominator in there. That's, they've, they've done well, Renegade Game Studios, I think, in incorporating lots of aspects of the brand into their artwork, their games, all of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Renegade stuff has been has been really good. I regret that I haven't been able to pick up a lot of it. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a few of the things. Have I played any of it yet? Have I bums? I need to. I need to get involved in that stuff. I almost found myself playing a little card game on my own the other day, like a sad sack that I am. But um, I definitely want to try and give all of those their due diligence at some point. Um, anyway, yeah, I think this it's a it's a fun idea. The actual um, the actual game is called Battle for the Arctic Circle, uh, which is also another thing that's kind of interesting. I should have mentioned before, and uh, like I said, I think it's twenty twenty four that that's all kicking off. So uh, be good. To see, it'd be nice to see like updates on that. I imagine there's a Renegade game event soon. So um, if there is, we'll cover it obviously as we always do. And uh, yeah hopefully get some more information on that so that's every no it's not everything there's more super seven have ultimates updates and that is wave three which is doc scarlet storm shadow and the cobra soldier uh, that is scheduled to leave the factory in end of october and ship to customers in late december and wave four is it uh, looks like it's been pushed to march of 2024 so they're looking to leave the factory in january and ship to customers in early march of 2024 um, I'm not that they that doesn't really surprise me though. I, I was I know they might have had different dates on it before, but I feel like that makes sense to me. Yeah, honestly, once you get once you get into the, the end of the year, I just kind of expect stuff to be pushed to not the very beginning of the year. Yeah. I don't know. The the time frame of what I would expect for that that stuff to ship in, that that's kind of what I it seems right. Yeah. And hopefully we won't get any more kind of like issues. I think cause I think the wave two kind of unpainted faces really did cause a little bit of an issue with the people that were collecting that line, uh, the fans that were collecting that line. So I think hopefully with that, um, you know that 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 won't happen again. And if it does, then I think they'll probably lose a lot more people than than wave two did. Um, but yeah, I'm hope fingers crossed there aren't any issues with those. Um, anyway, that is, I think that's everything. Yes, it is. How do we get an hour and a half out of that, Pat? I Two have videos. no idea. Yeah, I, it felt like we were only getting an hour out of it, and that was half an hour, you know, half an hour ago. It was like, well, it's time for shout outs. <laughs> I don't know how we do it. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, 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 I just got a message. I just got a message that I can. Uh, talk about now. It's from Brian. Um, I'm about five minutes behind on the full force. He says, yes, the EE office is also the suitcase, just on the four inch and all in kits. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for explaining that. Um, and I appreciate it very much. Um, so there you go. That is it for the end of this one. Pat, thanks for joining me, mate. Really appreciate it, as always. Thanks for having me again. Um, we've got Loads to come. We've got our PulseCon monthly. We've got a record soon. Um, maybe next week. Are you good for that next week, do you reckon? I think I should be, yeah. Cool. We'll get that done and dusted. Try and get Justin involved, of course. 
and then uh, that will be our kind of PulseCon exclusives, what we'd like to see. Uh, did you enjoy our monthly just recently? Um, let us know in the comments as well. Go and watch the monthly if you haven't already. Uh, that was that was one of our – we enjoyed that one a lot, actually, didn't we? That was one of our favorites. It, it was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, hopefully we can do that. Anyway, thanks for all the comments. and there's a lot, Sorry I haven't been able to get to all of it. It's been a barrage, just like the classified figures coming in at the moment. I will have – a big Ben and Range Viper unboxing for you guys, uh, probably on Monday morning. So we'll save that for the Monday morning show. Uh, someone asked me about Intel Patreon stuff. Um, yes, so we'll be doing a Q&A. I'm going to try and squeeze that in tomorrow. So uh, I'll put a post up of the date and the time and everything tonight. Um, and hopefully for our patrons, uh, I'll get you like an Intel Q&A uh, tomorrow. Sorry about the slackness on that. It's been a very busy week. Lots to come anyway. Pat, you know what to do at the end of these episodes. First off, everyone has to remain fresh cheese bags, which doesn't make sense because it's actually, they're called stay fresh cheese bags. So you'd stay fresh cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do. One, two, three. Full force. Yeah, we all will go. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at the full force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the full force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force